All right, we're back, and today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. Ashton H2O Self has jumped on the pod, and now he is all dialed in with Manscaped. I mean, come on. He's got to look good on camera when he's fighting on Showtime Boxing with Jake Paul, and I think you guys got to be dialed in, too. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WITHCG, W-I-T-H-C-G at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code WITHCG. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. On to the episode, baby. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Demon just got out of can. I gave my bro an advance. Love is just not in my plans. Not even taking a chance. Studio right in my yard. I'm doing 10 in a week. How long I've been on the street? Dream about working my sleep. Okay, I got a lock on the streets. Shout out to TD3. And he brought it in cause of me. You don't know nothing about me. Life with my brothers is deep. Long as they all on their feet. Long as they pockets is grease. I'm in a penthouse, but still nothing is sweet. All right, we're back on the podcast, and I'm fired up for this episode. He's a current professional boxer running with a 9-0 KO record at the age of 18. The Long Beach native, Ashton H2O Silva. Welcome on to the podcast, man. What's up, man? Yeah, how's it going? How's how's life been? How are we feeling? Great, Great so far. Kind of busy. I just got back from Texas. Um, from my guys, Dean the Great. He, he just fought, so I was out there for a week supporting him. That's dope. So you so you went to Texas. Now you're in Vegas. Yeah, right? you're just like living on a plane now, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm a homebody. I, 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 I guess we're, we're sad. I love staying in like Long Beach and just around there. So just getting out, me into I, I just get homesick. Yeah, for sure. Well, you're gonna be back home soon, so that's nice. Um, how did your buddy do? You said he fought out in Texas. Yeah, he was the main event under the the Misfit card, and he did he did great. He uh, came out with a I think third round knockout, a vicious knockout. So yeah, he's taking after yeah, you. He's yeah. taking after you, man. Yeah, he's training with us now too. He's been training with us for I think about I think five months, five or six months, and I can see the progression from there. Just him getting smarter in the ring and just you know becoming an actual boxer. And I mean, it showed in the ring, like he adjusted throughout the fight. You know, he came out victorious. Now he got three belts. Wow, he's both of you are crushing it. That's nice. You can support one another doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's get right into it. Uh, first off, I want to before I get into everything, I want to say congrats on the KO in Glendale, man. That was that was a great fight by you. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was it was lit. I. I I wish it was more a clean night. I wish I landed the last little punch. I like to skip him on his forehead, but, you know, he still got the job done. Yeah, you, I mean, you were super patient and smooth. I mean, he kept going at you, and you're just, like, dodging it. Boom, you get one hit, and you're yeah. down. That was, that was sick. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, well, I, honestly, I honestly thought I was going to open up a little bit later, but then I saw that, like, I felt and saw that small opening, so I threw it, and then that was it. The, the okay. time, yeah, the timing was perfect, and like you didn't waste any time. First round, man, wild. Yeah. Well, I want to get right into it, man. So you know, obviously, you've been on this journey with your boxing career. At what age? When did you start? When, when, when did you know you wanted interest in boxing and all that? So I started at eight uh, inside the gym. I started at eight. 
but I started getting interested in boxing when I was 13. And I think it was more so just like the impact I had on like other people. And I just kind of like, you know, just was like more so I felt fulfilling my purpose and I just kind of stuck with it because I always wanted to be like a basketball, football player. But like it was just kind of like a different feeling with other people around. Uh, like I said, like the impact I was giving out with boxing. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I was, was there anyone that inspired you, like who you watched growing up? Um, well, my dad got me into boxing. I didn't like was interested in it. Like I just kind of you know just boxing, boxing, just going to flow because I was kind of you know, pushed to do it. But the only person I looked after, like if I did get any motivation to do it, was was Floyd watching Floyd. Like you know just his lifestyle and like what he done in the ring, and like whenever his fights come up and like you know the all access and twenty four seven, like watching that, like it you know excite me, want me like throughout life until like I was thirteen, then I start kind of finding myself and what I want. No, for me for sure yeah and like i mean floyd's just unbelievable obviously he's one of the best to do it but one thing i love is family ashton i'm i'm huge on it and i'm very close to to my parents my siblings and uh you and your dad are very tight i mean i don't know many boxers that are that they have their dad on the, alongside of them training them and yeah. you have that yeah floyd, i think floyd floyd mayweather is one guy i could think of that has had kind of that type of avenue yeah yeah he has he had his uncle but and then his dad came in but he's still like the family like yeah so how's that how's that been i mean you and your dad are real tight how's it been just having him alongside you training you and just be on the journey with him i mean it was it was tough at first because i mean i was young and i was just like like i said i never went to box so him just pushed me like to box 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 and like him seeing the potential i had in the sport it was it, like I said, at first it was like, you know, like, you know, I was always like upset about it. And then, but later on, like once I got 13, 14, it was more so I started realizing and just started, you know, appreciating a lot of things. And then now it's just like a, I feel like it's like a different connection to ring. Like he doesn't really have to say too much. Like, we're, you know, we worked with each other for so long. Now it's just like, like it just kind of comes like we kind of have the same, you know, thought process. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you know, it's all business when you get in the gym and the ring, but like, is it pretty balanced at home too? When he's, is there oh, no yeah. boxing talk? Yeah. Yeah. Before, like when I first started, like it was just boxing back and forth, like from the gym and outside the ring, in and out the ring, it was just boxing, boxing, like you like forced me. But then after we kind of like talked throughout like the years and stuff, now it's kind of like when we're outside the ring, he is barely anything. Like you don't talk boxing. It's just like, it's just, like a regular family, like, you know, we just be hanging out with like uh, my siblings and, you know, if we're going to an amusement park or whatever, or just even coming out here, like it's not talking boxes, like you just go shopping or whatever. Yeah, you need that. You need that balance just stepping away mm-hmm. after a big victory, right? Yeah. Just take that time to, to recharge, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Dude, like you're 18. You just got out of high school, man. Like, how does it feel to be like having this much success? Are you, how are you handling the pressure and just like the success and all that? Uh, I feel well for the pressure. I always tell a lot of people the only pressure like that I have or if I feel any pressure is, is from my family. Like if I'm, you know, um, if I'm thinking about whether they think of my performance or how I'm doing, then that's when the pressure comes in. But other than that, like just, you know, walking around, um, you know, I feel like a, like a free man. Like now that I'm out of school too at that, like I'm just um, – I like like right now. I think about when I see other kids in school. I'm like, dang! Like I remember I used to kind of sometimes 
uh, skip school or like talk to my teachers about like you know you know can I make a book assignment but now like I think like it's a Monday I don't have school anymore like I'm just kind of I feel like I be more focused and live life at the same time yeah and it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool but I know soon soon I want to go to I want to go back to college or go to college and you know just try to pursue something you know um I was thinking like right after high school, but then my fight came up and it was just, I feel like it's going to be too much to start with a, you know, a big fight coming up. So I'm trying to find like the right time to, you know, box and go to school. I don't, I don't really see that often, bro. And I love that. Cause it's like most athletes look at LeBron James. He came out of high school. He's like, I'm fucking going, I want to make my money. I want to go do my thing. But like for you, it's yeah. like, I want to still do school and stuff. That's pretty incredible to want to balance that. Yeah. Most people, athletes just want to go and just, do the career and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's crazy, bro. So, hey, I want to get right into this last fight in Glendale. Um, what what a turnout! Like I said, you know, you had eighteen thousand people watching you in that arena. You had a bunch of pay per view buys, people watching you from their homes. How sick was that to just know that so many people were tuning in to see you get that KO? Uh, it was dope. Like uh, I always dreamed, kind of that moment of being on a big stage and like you know having. Like I said, I watched Floyd like all my life, so like just like I was kind of like when I got in the ring and you know the build up to everything, I was like kind of finally, finally like you know it was just like a moment like I kind of like ever ever relief. Like I I felt like I like finally made it. Um, but just like the whole experience after the fight, like the, the crowd, you know, walking the ring entrance, walking back to the locker room, the whole the whole experience was just amazing. Like something I always think of. Yeah, dude, that that was sick. I saw the minion outfit. That was, that was hard. Yeah, so, uh, thank you. <laughs> that was, what what gave you the idea to do that? Yeah, it was uh, it was actually kind of hard to see it. So when I was walking out, like the hose is pretty small because I I wore an outfit like that like my second fight. It was. The nightmare of the Christmas, and I had like the the Jack the skeleton, like the whole thing. But this time, like the the, the eye hole was a lot smaller, and the lights, like the lights, was just like beaming, like it was just so bright. So, so yeah. like when I was walking, it was fine. I was like, okay, cool. Then soon I got to like the the like the the part where you stop, and like they they turn the cameras on. Like I couldn't see nothing. So like while while I was walking, I was just kind of basically just following the light. I was following the light. So it was like a part where I stopped. And like I saw, the, I saw a banana. So I, I said, "What's up to him?" And then after that, because I looked the whole opposite way, so I said, "What's up?" So I looked back, and I was just lost. Like I didn't, like I, uh, I was stuck. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> and then like no one was directing me no more. Like I thought my dad would have like you know like guided me from the back or anything, but I was just like <laughs> walking. I'm like, "Damn!" That's why it probably it took so long for me to get there at that. It was, but it was it was cool though. Good, good thing it didn't look too bad, I guess. Yeah, I know. I'm like, you got to have a little bit of protection behind you. Like, come on, guys. I need to get to the ring here. Help me out. <laughs> and then when I, yeah, when I was walking up the stairs, like the first step I took, I kind of like, like, wow, I'm like, damn, like this, if I, if I fall, it's all bad. It's going to just put the whole, whole thing off. But, but I managed to handle the right. You, you, you did great, bro. And you shined. You shined in the spotlight. You did a hell of a job. Dude, if you're going to wear a minion suit like that, you got to get the KO. Like, you're so confident yeah. with it, bro. Good job. You know, I, I want to transition into a different subject, and uh, that's Jake Paul. I mean, you had so, so many people interested in you and signing you, and Jake had been watching you for some quite, quite some time when you were in high school. And, uh, yeah. man, how sick is it to have someone like him believe in you, want to hit you up and say, hey, I want you on my team. Like, 
how has your relationship been with Jake and how cool is it to see that he wanted to sign you and you're now with his, uh, the most valuable promotions, his, his promotional company? Uh, it was it was definitely cool to, to, cool to uh, have. Um, when he first hit my dad up, I, like I never expected like it to be so soon or um, like him to sign anyone like me. I don't know. It was just kind of like I knew like I was an you know, upcoming rising star, like, you know, this uh, a promising future. But like, like, I don't know, like it was, I thought he did his own thing, you know, just I don't know. I didn't know that was like kind of the route that he wanted. But when he got the call, it was kind of like and then and then we just started talking. And he kind of had like the same idea of like kind of changing boxing the way like, you know, just being a trendsetter in the in the game of boxing. And that was like the idea I always wanted. Like I want to be like the Odell Beckham Jr. of like boxing or, you know, any other athlete like Kobe, Michael Jordan, but more so like, you know, I just want to bring like different type of entertainment to boxing. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And I see that. I see that in you too. You know, he's such a great business guy. Like he, he knows yeah, what to do. True. He knows what to do to yeah. promote and he can actually fight. Like, what do you think about like all these people hating on him? Like you, you think he's legit? I would, I would think so. I, no, yeah, I, I honestly think he's legit. Like, uh, more so, I feel like like his skills are decent, but I think he he's he's very intelligent and like in the ring, that's what's like you know putting him ahead of like the skills. Cause like I don't like he's athletic, but he's not like like I guess boxing athletic right now. But he has a great team behind him, and and he picks up on a lot of things. So like as I'm talking to him, or if he just like point out any comments of any other fight, I'm like okay, like he knows you know his stuff, like he knows what he's talking about. So like that, I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like he, he just, you know, he, he has a high IQ in the ring. For sure. And he's like changing the sport of boxing. He's got so yeah. many eyes on the sport right now. And like, he wants yeah. to help out the fighters. That's pretty cool, man. Like, I think that's great for the sport. Yeah. And he sees, he's, he, I think he has a good eye with which talent he should bring on. And he saw you dude. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was dope for just being me and Amanda you know, to be the only fighters and me to be the youngest prospect um, signed to him and the first male. So it was, just, it was just great, like, you know, like, and so, like, a lot of the focus, like, I feel like other, that was another reason why we signed with him because, like, he he's not like, the, like, I feel like he's not like a lot of other promoters where um, there's a lot of rising stars, but they're kind of be sat on the shelf a bit or anything like that because they have so many fire, fighters. They're not really them you know the correct we are as they should yeah no doubt i agree with you and i think that he gives he's given you some freedom like do whatever you want bro like yeah, do your thing no, right? that was you like yeah, that? That, was that, was, that was a part of our whole thing me and my dad and my team was was like we also want like you know to sign with someone that also gives us the freedom to do you know what we want and just you know them to just be our you know supporting it yeah and i i assume that you've been out to puerto rico where he lives have you been out there yeah yeah, I've been there twice. It was, it was dope. He, he wants me to come out there and live, too, but I, I, I'm a homebody. And like, I don't know. It's just, too, it, it's just too much out there for me. I feel like, I don't know. It just, uh, I, I, have to, I, have, I have to stay in Cali. So Cali. You're like, slow down, Jake. We'll, we'll, get, to yeah, the bunk, we'll yeah. get to the bunk bed soon, but I need, I need to chill at LB for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he actually, like, I think three times, he was like, this and that, like, it's a lot better. I'm like, nah. And then I remember we were trying to watch the game, and one of the guys, like, going to the training camp, one of the guys was trying to play a video game. But, like, yeah, the, the server out there wouldn't allow them to. So that was, like, another reason. I'm like, nah, like, like everybody's back home, and I wouldn't even be able to communicate with them the same way. Like, 
Nah, yeah. I think it just makes sense to go train out there for a little bit to be back at home. Too. Yeah. Not nah, yeah, definitely like training. Like he could like he has everything in the gym, but I feel like he could focus in a different way out there too. Yeah, but for me I feel I tell a lot of people like I like I train and work better with like family around. Like, you know, just kinda like looking over at them and just like it's just like kind of different feeling. I don't know. I just mean myself. But you know, other people like to get away and just, you know, like, you know, just focus. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you're doing it right, man. You're doing it right. Um, you know, and he said though, he's like, Hey, from here on out going forward, Ashton's gonna be on the fight card with me. We're gonna go. We're gonna do this. How yeah. how, how nice is that to know that? That's dope. Like I mean, I'm be you know, every fight for like I'm being in front of like, you know, like I said, last fight was like eighteen thousand people plus the pay review buys. So I'm being in front of a lot of people, you know, showcasing my talent. For sure. No, I think it's great, man. It's it's huge. You know, I want to I want to bring up another topic, and that's an upcoming fight for uh, Garcia and Davis. That fight, right? That's going to be a pretty good one. You know, what's your thoughts on on that fight? And uh, could you see yourself fighting one of those guys down the road? Yeah, possibly. I feel like that's um, that's a fight, but I feel like I'm kind of like chasing them in the way, well, at least with the weight class, because like as I'm going up, they're they're also going up too. Like I think now Garcia is fighting at 140, and I just when I start off. I think he was at 30 or 35 and I was 126. So now that I'm up at 130, like they're also growing into their man bodies too. So like, I feel like it's going to be like a while if so, like if for me to fight anybody of the, that name. But like the, now that I fight though, it's uh, always going to be interesting because, I mean, like, you know, Ryan got like the knockout power, of course. I don't think his defense the greatest. So it's going to be like, it's like a 50-50 chance for like, you know, a knockout to go either way. And I'll, I I, I kind of doubt that's going to go to distance. Yeah, and they both have wild left hooks, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah. And, like, the height difference, too. Like, you saw Javante do well against, like, Barrios, but, like, I feel like Ryan's a lot more experienced fighter, and uh, I think he knows how to use his height difference. Like, you know, his length with the shorter fighters. So it's, it's going to be, that's why I say it's a 50-50. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's, it's funny because all three of you are undefeated right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How nice is that? So I want to, I, I, you know, coming down to the end of this episode, I want to know, like, what's on the radar for you next? You know, who in your weight class are you eyeing? And do you have any upcoming fights coming up? Uh, so we're, I think we're aiming for a February, a fight in February. But like, I, for, for like a fighter that I'm aiming for, it's not really like a fighter that I specifically want to fight. I kind of really just go off my team, like whoever they kind of put in front of me, you know, it's like, all right, let's, let's get to work. But other than that, like, I'm not really like chasing the fighter. I'm just like, you know, just going step by step and just until I get to, you know, the time where, you know, um, I'm fighting for a world title. Yeah. And, you you know, I can't wait for that, man. You're on the right route. 9-0. 9-0, man. Um, so are you, uh, what's next for you? Are you going to head home, train a little, set, you know, settle in and, uh, just wait for the next one? What's, what's on, on tap? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think, yeah, next week I'm just start back getting back in shape a bit. And, um, like I said, I think February is, is like the next date. So I'm just be training to then. I love that. I love that. Well, Hey man, in conclusion, I want to say this, I want to say you're inspiring so many people of all ages, you know? At the age of 18, you've already done so much. Nine and oh, nine KOs. And not a lot of people are doing that right now. And you have a bright future ahead of you. You're signed with Jake Paul. You, 
You know, you're going to be on every card of his now and you're just going to shine, bro. You're inspiring. And uh, that fires me up. That gets me going. So uh, thanks for jumping on. It it means a lot. And uh, I'll tell you what, one more thing. The next fight you have, I'll be ringside. I'll come watch you. Okay, for sure. Thank you. And that that means a lot, bro. Yeah, I'll come support you, bro. All day. All right. Well, thanks thanks for jumping on and let's uh, let's stay in touch. Okay, for sure. Thank you again for having me. Thanks, brother. Talk soon. All right, talk soon. Everest ain't got shit on me. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Cause I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. Yeah. Marge Dubai ain't got shit on me. Touch the sky, but you ain't got shit on me. Cause I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. And build it up again Tell him I burn it down twice Just for the fun of it Tell him So much money I don't know What to do with it Tell him I don't pick up my phone Ain't knowing what the time Tell him I got me one gun And an alibi Tell him So much love That the whole thing Feel like a lie I don't need nobody. 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 Everest ain't got shit on me. 